What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of The Bullpen. Today, I'm excited about this episode because this is a guy I'm just now getting to know, but what I'm getting to know about this dude is that he's accomplished some incredible things in just a short period of time and in some of the most unique ways that I've ever heard. And I, I don't even want to give it away too much because when you hear his story and what, what how he's built this in a way that he... I don't even want to give it away. I'm just, I'm actually going to pause right there because I want you to t tell it. Hunter Baloo, right? Yeah, that's it. Baloo. I'm sorry yeah. if I butchered that last brother. name. Thanks like for coming Baloo on. Baloo the Bear. Baloo you know, the Bear. Jungle Book, right? That's right. That's Jungle what I was thinking about. Yeah. Like, wait, we're just making sure. <laughs> so, Hunter, you're the founder of roofing.com. Also, yeah. people know as RoofCon, right? And then you're a huge investor in a lot of other things, right? And we were jamming before this. And your story's wild, dude. Like, at least in the fact of like how this came about, like your story, like the the business, what it's become, your background, and how like that didn't even matter for you to be able to start that up, you know. So I, I don't. I keep saying this on the camera, and everyone listening, I don't want to get into it because I want yeah, you yeah. to tell it. So what's your story? Yeah, man. So uh, small town kid, Travelers yeah. Rest, South Carolina. You heard of Travelers Rest? No, no. I know you have it. It's, it's a joke. Oh uh, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that's that's by Narnia, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Upstate, <laughs> Upstate South Carolina. Nobody's ever heard of Travelers Rest. It's a little small town, uh, like four or five thousand people. It was even smaller when I was coming up, right? Yeah. So I went to high school there, uh, all the way through school. When nine eleven happened, I was in fifth grade. I knew I wanted to join the Marine Corps. Okay, I knew that I wasn't going to be a college guy. I yeah. was just not digging the school thing, no. man. I was like 189 of 212 when I graduated. <laughs> I'm always proud of that, man. Yeah. Like there is a way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so went to the the Marine Corps Reserve, did that thing for six years. Mm. Uh, Thank first you for year, your service, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Didn't really do anything. Uh, a lot of a lot of better guys out there that did stuff. Oh. I didn't really get to do much cool stuff. But uh, <laughs> a, a year basically full-time with training and stuff like yeah. that. Once I got in with that, uh, those next five years while I was kind of in the reserves mm. and laid back doing the once a month thing. Yeah. I went to the fire department for five years full time. Yeah. And that was a great experience. You know, you mm -hmm. get so much, dude, just life perspective, mm -hmm. and like grow up fast. Yeah. Um, you, you've got so many uh, leaders within the fire department that are a lot older than you. They've been mm -hmm. there for so long. They've got that time in mm -hmm. and they've seen a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, you, you see a lot of stuff. I mean, five of, years is a pretty long time to, and you know, it's not like something you, I guess people really want to dive into, but you, I'm sure you saw a lot of stuff. I'm, I know they did, but you, I'm sure you did too. Yeah, right? man. I mean, you know, people, uh, I guess people don't really think about firefighters mm -hmm. running as many medical calls or, mm -hmm. you know, you, you yeah. see firefighters, uh, at, at wrecks and stuff, yeah, right. vehicle accidents. Yeah. Uh, but I, I guess most people probably don't think of them as being like the first on scene, but yeah, usually right. they are, you know, EMS yeah. is coming far away. You're the local fire department. Mm -hmm. You're going to get there fast yeah. first. And, and you see a lot, you yeah. know, death and, and, uh, and bad wrecks. And so medical incidents, um, car crashes, fire, all the stuff. And so it kind of forces you to mm -hmm. either grow up fast or move on, man. Mm -hmm. um, so super thankful for my five years at the fire department, great yeah. leaders that yeah. helped me to develop and, and figure out how to lead. And mm -hmm. it's like, dude, when you're putting those, those situations, you roll to a wreck and there's three cars and people are hurt. Like, dude, you got to triage, you got to yeah. figure it out. You got to be able to yeah. handle the pressure. Yeah. And uh, like, honestly, that was in a non, uh, sick way. Like, 
the the wrecks were my favorite part. Yeah, you know, obviously right. not the people getting hurt, but yeah. just the pressure. You, you know, you pull up at a at a red light mm. at an intersection in the middle of the city, and everybody is stopped looking yeah, at you. Right. It's like you got to perform, dude. Yeah, you know, playing football, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the bright lights are on. Yeah, you either do or you don't. I want to compare playing football to saving people's <laughs> lives, dog. Right, a lot more people. I was getting my head wrecked on yeah. purpose, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's crazy. People don't think about like. Because I talk about pressure on this podcast all the time. Pressure is an entrepreneur. Pressure in life. Life is pressure, right? But we're talking about pressure of people's lives are literally at stake if you don't perform, you know? Like if you if you don't do your job, if you're if you just want to take it easy, someone's life is on the line for that, you know. So that's a different kind of pressure. It's sad too, man. There's so many uh, firefighters. You know, I've I've actually never. uh, I try to every podcast I do Mm. because I'm on a pretty good bit of them. I try to like bring out something I've never talked about before. This is something I've never really talked about before on a podcast. I don't think mm. you're really going deep into the fire department thing at yeah. all. And then this is like, dude, it's, it's really sad. Like a lot of the guys that I work with and I know around the nation, um, deal with like deep depression from, yeah, from sure. seeing the stuff they yeah. see and like Maybe PTSD, PTSD, yeah. you end up having a lot of guys commit suicide. Mm. Um, we just had a local guy, uh, two years ago, uh, commit suicide at a, a fire department I was at. Do you think that's more, and I don't want to t- take you off your tangent there, but do you think that's more because of they don't know how to cope with it afterward? Yeah, or is it like literally just the pressure gets, you know, like I think it's yeah, not just know not how to knowing cope. how to cope. You know, yeah. Like you don't want to, a lot of times you don't want to take that stuff home. You don't yeah. want to open up to the wife about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to put the pressure on them, yeah. you know, as, as the alpha male, mm-hmm. as the lion, like mm-hmm. you feel like you got to bear all the weight. Yeah. And uh, maybe, maybe also like sometimes we don't do a good job uh, at the, at the fire department level. Not that it's the chief's fault or anyone's fault. Just yeah. we're not there yet as a society that we don't do a good enough job of providing resources. Mm. Um, and so, I yeah, mean, I think deeply underpaid, yeah. you know, oh, de- yes. underfunded <laughs> everything. Bro, I started you know, like, at like $24,000. Oh my God. Yeah. $24,000. $24,000. Yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. There's people, uh, Jimmy Rex, when yeah. he put out the title of my mm-hmm. podcast was like 24 grand a day or 24 grand a year to 24 grand a day. Like that's the big <laughs> shift. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's just, uh, it, it is sad to see mm-hmm. and, and seeing more resources. But at the end of the day, man, I think what stuck for me from the, from the, Marine Corps playing sports, mm. being young, and the fire department is like that brotherhood, that community. Like I love community, and so yeah. that continued to roll over as I started a business. I started growing a business and being able to recruit. Uh, as we started the the conference and getting you know from mm. a couple dozen people coming to yeah. hundreds of people to thousands of people. Yeah, coming, you have like three thousand people rolling. attend your conference now. Yeah, man, it's been just Crazy. awesome. So. Yeah. Uh, but at the core, it is that community, man. Like yeah. I was used to spending 24 hours at the fire department with mm. eight, 12 other guys. Yeah. Like that was my life. Literally yeah. I'd spend 24 hours there and then go home for 48 hours. Mm. And so when I left the fire department, dude, it was like, where am I going to find mm. the fulfillment? Because yeah, I enjoyed hanging again, out with yeah. the, the, the brotherhood, but also mm. feeling like you're helping people. Yeah. There's fulfillment in that. And so. Uh, my fulfillment had to come from a, a different way of impacting people through yeah. leadership and diving into John Maxwell yeah. and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So it just right. came in a different way of building teams and serving people through that and mm-hmm. retreats and conferences. Yeah. Okay. So then, so you go from firefighting, then how did that lead into roofing.com RoofCon? And for those who don't know, it's a big deal. Like we're talking like 3000 people attend this event, but that, that's just the event, you know, what you've built for your business and roofing, you know, like, and how that's come about, like how did that transition come about? Yeah, man. You know? Yeah, there's a <laughs> a lot of stuff in between that, right? So uh, I I get married summer of 
2015, I'm pretty ready to to make the jump out of the mm-hmm. fire department. Like I know, man, hey, I, I gotta go chase these yeah, dreams. Like, right. Yeah. I'm already hustling on the side. I had started a moving company. Mm-hmm. I was buying and selling anything you could imagine, bro. Like I lived on Craigslist. You know yeah. Craigslist? Yeah, like yeah, dude, yeah. old school. Like they yeah. ain't changed their interface. Creepy as hell. <laughs> but dude, like me and my wife would be eating a steak dinner somewhere and I'd be like, hey babe, there's a boat. We gotta leave right now. And she's like, right now? I'm like, yeah, pack up your stuff. We gotta go get out. I already told the guy we're on the way. Oh my God. So uh, like oh. we'd, we'd be on the way to go yeah. buy a boat, you know, flip it the next day and make two grand. But it's like, when I got that first taste, I was mm-hmm. like eight, 19 years old yeah. at the fire department in the Marine Corps making 700 I think it was like $709 every two weeks is when mm-hmm. I made the fire department yeah. when I started. Well, dude, you think about it. You could flip a boat, Bro. you know, in like two days and make two grand. That's what you made in a whole month that doing the fire department yeah, like a and, and a and lot a less pressure doing yeah. that. You know? Yes, like, dude, when I had that first hit, it was yeah. like, whoa, yeah. there's a better way. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm one of those guys, like, once I have the realization and I see someone else do it or I do it for myself, I'm like, all right, we got to go there. Yeah. We got to go there. There's no reason I can't do it too right um so yeah man like i just knew that i wanted to step out of the fire department so december 22nd of 2015 was was the last day of the fire department um stepped into uh, to marketing just started mm. learning marketing yeah. which is funny man because i i kind of align more with like the blue collar world than i do right. the white collar yeah and so marketing for me was dude i, I remember i had a freaking white rubbermaid table it was like trashy i don't even remember where i got it from i yeah. got i guess i got it from a yard sale but it had like Craigslist. melted <laughs> melted spots all on it and yeah. like stains and i'm just like scribbling on it like hating the world it's like june 30th of uh 2016 mm. when i decided to focus mainly on like seo and ads and all mm. that stuff right and so when I did that, man, I dove in. We picked up clients in like the gym space, mm-hmm. cafe, yeah. uh, painters, mm-hmm. and then roofers and some other stuff. But sure. when I found the roofing industry, I realized they're pretty hot ticket. You know, yes. they're selling roofs for 10, 12, 15, 20 yes, grand. Right. And so it was pretty easy for them to pay me my retainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? Let's re- rebrand the company. So we rebranded and just focused on roofing specifically. Just went straight there. Straight roofing. Yeah. Um, and through that, man, I, not long into it, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a company myself. Mm. And dude, when I, I think people probably think I, I joke about this, but I'm dead serious. Like, dude, I didn't know anything about roof. Like, <laughs> See, that's like, okay. You told me that's what I wanted to get to. I kept wanting to say that yeah, before I introduced you, but yeah. I just like, you started a roofing company yeah. and you're known for roofing company, what you've built and you still don't know anything about yeah, roofing. Like, you know, obviously you pick some things up <laughs> sure, and you build sure, a big yeah. roofing company, right. but like I joke Nail gun and yeah. Right. But I tell people all the time, like seriously, like, yeah. I still really don't know that much about roofing. Like people mm-hmm. come to our retreats. Like we, we do these free retreats almost mm-hmm. every single month. We have like member retreats for our members and we do paid free re- or paid retreat or Free retreats. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So, like, people literally come into the retreat. I pay for lodging. I pay yeah. for food. Everyone's like, oh, there's got to be some catch. Yeah. You know, there's got to be some catch. You're going to be selling us the whole time. Like, nah, man, we literally just want to put out goodwill in the industry. Yeah. We've slowly pivoted from just roofers, and now we have business owners from all over the in- mm. every industry right. and all over the country come yeah. in. And so at those retreats, people are like, oh, you know, he's going to be talking about roofing. Dude, yeah. we don't talk about roofing at all. Like, <laughs> it's day one is self-worth, like yeah. building the better man, the better leader, the better husband, the better father. Yeah. And then day two is the core of business. Like, mm-hmm. how do you build out a team? How do you set them up for success? Mm-hmm. You know, your operating system, what are you using? Recruiting, the funnels, all of that stuff. Yeah, right. Not roofing. How do you just build a business? Because I didn't know anything about roofing. Yeah. It was just hiring the right people that knew mm-hmm. roofing. Well, dude, that's what's funny is people, like, people 
think about entrepreneurship and the first thing they think of is a product. Yeah. Right. They focus solely on the product and the dude, like I had someone on here. I don't know if you know Jason Harward, right? He, he says this over and over and over again. He says, he says the product doesn't matter. Yeah. He says the systems matter. You can replace the product with whatever the hell you want. Sure. If you can build teams, if you can build systems, if you understand business, the product doesn't matter. There's people out there making money selling potatoes, right? <laughs> selling rocks. Like, yeah. they, like pick a product, you know? Someone's someone's flipping couches, making millions, right? Someone's doing roofing. Another guy's doing insurance. Another guy's doing, you know, uh, like health. People are making money with football and high school football teams and marketing that stuff. Like, this yeah. crazy stuff. It does the product doesn't matter right it's the system sorry keep going but no, i, I no, love what no, you're no, saying you're, there yeah you're dead old man like yeah. you look at just even amazon like you go oh, on amazon yeah. and search different products like yeah. it could be the crappiest product made in china compared <laughs> to a nice right. american-made product mm -hmm. but if their marketing is better they yeah. win right. if, if they position themselves they win if they show up over and over dude mm -hmm. i tell people this all the time about courses like for one i i am a believer that like there's probably almost no course out there that you can't at least get your money back if you implement what's in there. 1,000%. Even if they're yeah. a crappy person, right. like low-integrity yeah. person. Yeah. Um, but secondly, like, there's plenty of low-integrity people that just mm -hmm. keep showing up, yeah. and either people are going to keep coming back to them because they just mm -hmm. believe they're real, or yeah. they're going to get new people that are just introduced to them because right. they keep showing up. Yep. So if you're a high-integrity person that has a good product, don't yep. complain about them. Don't focus on them. One of my favorite quotes is, winners focus on winning, yep. losers focus on winners. Right. So just focus on winning. Don't mm -hmm. focus on everyone else. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, like for us, it was roofing. We dove in. We built that thing for a couple of years, built out a big team, grew different locations, mm -hmm. super blessed. And then we sold that to a, a public company out of California. Mm -hmm. um, and, and through the process of building Cornerstone, you know, we started getting some attention in the industry because mm -hmm. we were growing pretty fast, doing some cool things. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had already had a mastermind mm -hmm. and a small conference just for men entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and i had a speaker come that was from the roofing industry to one of our events in greenville really small event like mm. 40 50 people there yeah but after the event the guy was like dude we need this for the roofing industry like we need something that's not just focused on money mm -hmm. but focused on leadership mm -hmm. and legacy yeah and so dude i'm a mover like if, yeah. if i set my mind to something i'm gonna do it fast like yeah. i'm not a hey let's do this event a year from now like hey how fast can we get the venue right. book and plan it and get people there <laughs> maybe not the best idea hey, with that event you're figuring that can out can i be completely that is exactly what i did <laughs> yeah. I, I was like let's get this event done you know like you're doing out. way let's better go. than i did no bro. dude like i threw that together and then also i'm like oh shit <laughs> yeah it's a lot dude it's a lot and i didn't have a team really to yeah. figure it out so i throw it together it's like sub 90 days i'm hoping to get like hundred people there. I think yeah. we got, I, I said 60 for a long time. And then someone sent me a picture this year after I said that on stage. And it was like less than that. 30 people there. <laughs> I think we had at least 50. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I planned it. This was a horrible mistake too. If you do events, think of this, yeah. uh, but you're doing yours. Q1. Mine are always Q4. Yeah. Um, football college football right alabama and lsu were playing on the oh, saturday yeah. and everybody's like i'm going to the bar to watch the game yeah. or one of the keynotes right uh or a couple of the keynotes so we throw the event man and there's like you know let's just say 60 people there right. i'm pretty bummed like mm -hmm. i'm pretty down yeah um one of my good buddies kind of sees me and he's like what's up and i'm like man I'm just 
yeah. failure. Yeah. I got all these guys to come in, like high-level speakers in the industry to come in. I'm like apologizing to them. Like, man, I thought we were going to have more people. Mm. And they're all like, dude, pat me on the back. Like, dude, this is the best conference we've been to. Like, mm. it's small. It's intimate. Mm. You know, there's relationship building. And more importantly, like the content is real. Mm. It's leadership. It's legacy. It's how do we develop as human beings. And so, uh, and, and at that point with roofing, like we open up to men and women mm-hmm. and it was commercial. It was residential. It was if solar people wanted to come in, other contractors came in too. We had yeah. like some HVAC people. Um, and so I let initially it was like, maybe we don't do this again, but when we left, like if there were 60 there, 58 of them were mm-hmm. posting on social, like, Hey, this is the best conference I've been to. Yeah. So we're like, all right, let's do it. So yeah. I hired a couple of people full time for the next year. The next year grew to, uh, 881. That's awesome. For, uh, yeah. Houston 2020 that was dude that was in the middle of COVID like it was rough yeah, bro. Yeah. rough I don't know if I should say this how what your uh followers are Go but like it. mask patrol mm-hmm. was like no, 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 on this, high yeah yeah and uh we're like bro we're just not wearing masks yeah. like, we had to tell them we were yeah. to get the venue you know yeah and so they sent me a bill after the fact like hey you owe for this mask patrol we had to bring an extra trip so I'm like bro yeah. cancel the credit card I'm yeah. not paying <laughs> so uh did that eight eighty one next year, which is uh, twenty twenty one, early twenty twenty one. You said eight hundred eighty one, eight eighty one. Wow, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And like when I say these numbers, those are like mm-hmm. registered uh, yeah. in the platform. <sighs> to be honest, like three thousand, we had twenty nine thirty six is what we rolled to last mm-hmm. year. It's hard to tell, man. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. I, I like being super real and authentic. Yeah, I don't right. know if twenty nine thirty six actually showed up. That many people got tickets. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think we were probably. 2000 to 2500 that's um, still awesome yeah, yeah, I, know. I just like being super real <laughs> sure you know? sure yeah, yeah um and then uh next year our hope is is uh Five thousand. We mm. like to hit five thousand. Yeah, so I, I think we can do it. We're, we got a ton of traction right now. That's awesome. One thing we do a little different too is we have sponsors. Yeah. Uh, so year one we had ten. Year two we had fifty. This year we had one hundred twenty-five. Wow. Um, and next year we're aiming for two hundred to <laughs> maybe two fifty. Jeez, uh, but that's a game changer, man. Yeah. Having the expo and having like people there that you know the entrepreneurs mm. can go and hang yeah. out with. Right. But dude, we just had so much fun and there's been so much momentum year over year of just like people saying this event's been life changing. Like I came here to learn how to grow my mm. roofing business, but I, I left a better person, yeah. a better leader. Yeah. And that is what changes your business yeah. at its core. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, early 2021, we rebranded, we, we bought roofing.com, scooped that up. Uh, it was like a little forum. This guy had like a forum from like 1996. It was still active. People yeah. posted like every three weeks. And so I'd been after this dude forever and i had to pay a GoDaddy rep like 60 grand to go and actually get in touch with a dude and yeah. negotiate with right. him yeah, yeah and uh so so we got that that was pretty cool yeah and uh from there man just continue to launch offers mm. and provide value to the industry through RoofCon the conference revolt is our, our mastermind and yeah. again we've started to let other people inside of that um we we got into the nft space yeah that was super cool man craziness we right? uh we launched a small collection of like lifetime tickets for RoofCon just to kind of mm. educate the industry on hey this is how you set up accounts with yeah. metamask and coinbase yeah. and OpenSea, and and so uh, we've got a huge project coming mm. really really soon like maybe the end of this month january of 2022 um that i think not only could change it, it will change our industry might change a lot of industries the mm. way that we're going to play and i kind of shared a little bit of that with you prior yeah, to but right. i'm not going to drop too many details i'm going to surprise some people with <laughs> sure that. Yeah, yeah we'll have to get everyone signing an nda if they listen yeah to that. <laughs> yeah okay so this is super interesting right 
So you you build out this mega conference of roofing, and obviously you know not just about roofing, but like it's like that's the name, right? But it's for the roofing industry to help them become leaders, right? Yeah. To help them become, you know, leave their legacy, talk about who they can be, and like the development side of it, right? And you've had people correct me if I'm wrong, like John Maxwell speak, and even Ed Milet, if I'm yeah. correct, right? So big name speakers coming in, but this is this is why it's so fascinating to me because I don't know of like an oil con. Right, yeah, or I don't yeah. know of like a, or like a trucking con, you know, yeah. or I don't know of like any of these expos. Really, that that focus on leadership when it comes to blue collar. Right. I mean, maybe I'm just naive to it. I yeah. do not know of like construction con no. where they bring in John Maxwell or they right. talk about leadership or or like being a family man or being a father or mother or whatever it is. Right. And that's why I'm so intrigued by this because, like you said, I said this before. Sounds like you've heard it before. I'm like, you brought the white collar you know, side of things, the marketing and, and all that into the blue collar. And you are definitely blue collar, yeah. you know, but like, or like, I'm, I'm like, I, it's like so fascinating right. because this is blend that I like, well, dude, who I think thought of that? I think that's <laughs> why we got so much momentum. Yeah. It's like, because it was just different. Like yeah. every other conference is like money, 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 money. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the parties are like, let's go out, get drunk and, yeah. you know, bring some strippers in. And we're like, nah, that's just not our MO. That's yeah. fine. There's, right. you know, if, if that's what you want to do, no hate, Yeah, but that's just not going to be us. Well, like construction uh, con doing that or yeah, yeah, I ain't <laughs> drop no names. Yeah, if, yeah. if they know, they know. But, they know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, ours is like, let's bring in high integrity people. And like, yeah. for me, um, a lot of people ask us and like one of my biggest competitors is like, uh, bid online, like, oh, you know, they, they just push faith and da, 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 da. I'm like, bro, we don't push faith. Like I'm mm. a person of faith yeah, right. and I never push that on anyone. Yeah. Like John Maxwell and Craig Rochelle are, are two of my favorite leaders mm -hmm. because they've both been pastors. Craig Rochelle still a pastor. He's, mm -hmm. uh, the biggest church in America, life church, Craig mm -hmm. Rochelle. He has one of the biggest apps in the world with like half a billion. Uh, people that have downloaded it, the Jeez. Bible app, if you've heard of the Bible app. Um, and sure, so, actually, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's huge. And, yeah. and so, like, when he came in, he came in as a speaker because he talks about leadership. Like, mm. he never pushes his faith. Mm. And I respect him so much for that. Right. Um, and, and to the point where my team or originally, when we paid for Craig to come out, mm. like, they, they wrote up the images like Pastor Craig Gashell. And I was like, no, take Pastor off. Like, it's not about that. We're not talking about, mm. you know, faith or anything. Yeah, we right. never push that on anyone. It's just leadership. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we attract who we attract. It's, it's, we don't sweat it. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Like, when you're in alignment, in a mm -hmm. full alignment with who you are, mm. like, if people don't like the messaging, they're not going to come back, and that's okay. They'll go mm -hmm. find their tribe. Yeah. But the people that we love and we care about, mm. not that we don't care about those people. No, 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 you're right. Yeah. But they're going to continue to come back, and mm. they're going to tell their friends who align with our message as yeah. well. It's, well. It's awesome. So, I mean, what you're saying, like, obviously, I, you know, you understand, like, what I'm, you know, experiencing with AlphaCon, yeah, right? Yeah, And it's funny, because obviously that's a big topic right now, conversation in some interesting ways. And and if I'm completely honest, like, once I once I launched AlphaCon, right? AlphaCon's a business conference, right? But it's a conference on how, how you can be the best. Like, literally, the idea of Alpha Influence is that you can be the person who can actually be a leader in this country who can make a difference in the world, whether that's through your money, whether that's through who you are. Be great or be nothing is the thing you see out there. That's the message, right? That's what we want people to do. That's what this country needs. We need more leaders and entrepreneurs to actually stand up and be willing to be an Alpha. Not And that's what that's what's so funny right not alpha as in like 
what the world wants to portray is the, like the bully almost, right? Yeah. Like this toxic masculinity thing. In my in my opinion, the real alpha is a protector, right? Yeah. The real alpha is a warrior for a cause, right? If you choose a bad cause or a good cause, that's up to you. But that is what an alpha is to me, man or woman, right? Doesn't matter. Yeah. That's what it means. We need more of that. The fact that that's so like, people are so offended by the word alpha shows right. you that we need more alphas. Like we need more people to be willing to stand up in that leadership position, not be ashamed of saying I will take on that mantle of alpha, right? But the whole idea of AlphaCon is I want to help people blow up their businesses in 2022, help them, you know, scale up all this stuff. And that was how originally how it was it was going about. And then it blew up like this, right? Yeah. Just the woke mob hating it, right? right? All these things are calling the Grand America. And I'm so grateful for a lot of my friends, who, a lot of these speakers. They're calling who are, Grand America? Oh, they're calling Grand America trying oh to get us canceled. God. They literally told us they had like over 100 emails and no saying like, way. yeah, dude, they said I employed some guy out in Colorado who went on a murder spree that he was my employee. Like just, 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 they come up with whatever they can to try and cancel, you know, they'll, they'll lie well, to their teeth about, you this know, shit. I, I told you when I walked in and we started this conversation pre podcast, yeah. like, dude, I, I almost think it's a good thing. You yeah. know, you're going to get, get a lot of attention right. from it Tons. and the right people are yeah. going to come, the right, right. people are going to be, you know, that's exactly turd And it's, yeah. it's almost a, a good thing. You're yeah. getting a ton of free yeah. Oh, Todd. Oh my God. <laughs> free advertising. There's no doubt. You know the the, the quote of like, yeah. "Hey, man. You know, if you're worried about what people are saying, like, it's going to limit you from reaching yeah. your full potential." Yeah. Right. I, I I certainly wouldn't worry about it at all. Right. I, when the the word warrior, you mm -hmm. said warrior, like warrior and leader, man. Those those words to me, like when I think alpha, mm -hmm. that's what I think. It's like, dude, I'm I relentless. Agree. I'm yeah. willing to do whatever it takes to right. make an impact on this world yep. and to leave a legacy that I'm proud of. Right. Like those things matter so much to me. Mm -hmm. I, I talk about legacy focused leadership. That's kind of my that. thing that I embody. Yeah. Like you got to be thinking about the decision you make today mm -hmm. for your team, for your company, for your community, for your family. Yeah. Who does it affect a hundred years from now? Yes. And so yes. are you making those decisions? Like, right. is it with legacy in mind? Mm -hmm. Are you leading with legacy in mind? Right. So yeah, man, I, I love it. Um, dude. And that's <laughs> just life, bro. Like it, it sucks. And yeah. this is another thing I've never really talked about. And I, 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 Talked to my team last night. Mm -hmm. They're here helping out with uh, mm -hmm. Door to Door Con, Sam yeah. Packers event. Um, yeah, shout out to Sam. Love what he's yeah, doing over there. Yeah, my man. Um, and you were talking about not having many industry events. There's actually one called SolarCon. You know Jake Hess? No, I don't know. He has a Solar Academy. He's he's got a conference dropping called SolarCon mm -hmm. in April. Yeah, and that'll be in Salt Lake City at Salt Pond oh, okay, too. Cool. So it should be a pretty good time. I'm gonna come out and speak at that one. That'd but, be awesome. Um, yeah, man. It's just like I think the more that you do, mm. whether you're good or bad. Yeah. You know, I like to think that I'm a pretty high integrity guy. Sure, right, like I yeah, put out a lot right. of goodwill. Like yeah. just to be honest, like, and not to say this with arrogance, but like, I don't have to do it anymore. Like yeah. I don't have to work anymore. I think you're in a position where you don't have to work anymore. Like, right. You get to a point where you're worth like 10 million plus. Yeah. Like, dude, you don't have to you do don't, anymore. You no. can chill. You can put your money in some dude, kind of account. That, that's literally definitely, and my definition of 10 million plus is like, fuck you, money. Yeah. It's like, dude, if you just stick it in there and yeah. it just grows at whatever interest or whatever it yeah. is, it's paying you. 10%. And we can make way more than 10%. Exactly. But like, you don't have to. Right. You, you don't, don't have to do it. <laughs> you don't have to. So, right. like, if you're continuing to go, I, I feel mm -hmm. like it's either for one of two reasons because you really do care about your legacy. Yep. Or you're an egomaniac, and that's very possible. And there's very plenty of people who are yeah. egomaniacs, right. and they're just doing it for their ego. Mm -hmm. I've 
I certainly align with it's my legacy. Like yeah. I got to keep going. I'm sacrificing. Mm-hmm. I'm missing time with my little boy right now. Like mm-hmm. this was, it's super rare. Uh, probably like two times a year where there's a trip where like, I do not want to go. <laughs> like, and this was one of those trips, man. Like, yeah. um, like to the point where I'm like almost going to text Sam, like, bro, do you care if one of my guys fills in? Like just yeah. didn't want to go, man. Want to be there with my little man and uh, just made the trip anyways. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, you, I, I committed to it for one. I told yeah. him I'd be there right. Two, like, if I mean the things that I say yeah. by my legacy, I got to be willing to sacrifice. Yeah. And uh, the more that you you do good, man, like the more people are going to hate on you and try to smear your reputation. Like at this point, bro, I've had three, four lawsuits, like just dumb stuff that you got to fight for. And people are going to freaking try to, you know, either take your money. Right. Or you're going to have to spend your money fighting them. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it's just, it, it's such a mm. pain in the butt to try to protect what you have when people try to take that and spear your reputation. Well, dude, what's funny is I didn't think roofing or like like what you're talking about, leadership legacy, I didn't think this was such a polarizing thing. Even though polarizing messages is the most important way to market because right. it, it's a magnet for your good audience and it's a repel. Like, I think magnet's yeah. the best word because a magnet will repel the negative and yeah. bring in the positive. Sure. Right. That's great. So it's magnetic, polarizing marketing, right? But I didn't think roof con, roof con, or roofing, or like, or like talking about legacy or talking about faith was so polarizing that yeah. you would have that kind of issue, right? right. I mean, <laughs> I think it's maybe just the the people that don't align just want to, yeah. you know, yeah, put us down to put right. them put themselves on a pedestal, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's in dude, that's in every business. That's yeah. when I had the construction company. That's mm-hmm. with roofing.com. Yeah. Like we got people saying, "Oh, you're taking trade secrets," and da da da. da. Like, dude, it just it gets wild, man. Yeah. But it is what it is. Like you just gotta fight the good fight yeah. and know that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. One of my buddies, uh, Nick Alfano, he has a mastermind called the program out of Nashville. I was just seeing him. I came from there mm-hmm. straight to here. And he always talks about living in your truth. Yeah. Like you know what you say, mm-hmm. you know how you live, you know your truth. Yeah. Everyone else can say what they want. At the end of the day, you know your truth. Yeah. John Maxwell says his true definition of success is the people who know him the best love and respect him the most. Mm. Not everyone that knows him, the people who know him the best, they truly know him. The people who are close to him, his family, Mm -hmm. the people who have worked with him for 20 years. There's going to be people that come and go. They work with you for five years, and then they leave and talk about you and lie about you and spread rumors about you. Yes, right. They don't really know your true character, apparently. Yeah. So um, those two things to me, man, have have been big and like helped me as I continue to grow and you have more and more Mm -hmm. haters come along. Yeah. Well, you talk about John Maxwell. Well, and all these pastors, someone who I love, I li- I love to listen to is Bishop TD Jakes. Yeah. Oh my. You bringing gosh. him in, bro. Next year. I, well, actually, you know what? That is a great yeah, idea. <laughs> you just gave me one of the best ideas I've ever heard. Because yeah. yes, absolutely, I should. Dude, have him speak that and like and just just the way he speaks and what he talks about. I love it, man. It just God just gets gets me like so excited about life. Just yeah. listen to that dude. But the one thing that he said. That re- has it has hit. It's always hit hard with me, but it hits. It's hit harder than any other time, especially now. Is that success breeds contempt? That is the best way I've ever heard to yeah. put it. Because you know they say, "Oh, people like to throw rocks at shiny objects," you yeah. know, or things that shine. You know, and that's more of a Taylor Swift kind of way. To put it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but like to me, I'm like, I'm like, don't man. hate on Taylor, bro. Uh, 
she's she kind of went down. She went off hill. Yeah. When I was in high school, man, I mean, oh, yeah. whoo, she was. I wasn't even born then. No, just <laughs> get out of here, bro. I ain't that old. But dude, like that's what I'm sitting here thinking of like, like what is it about success that makes people hate so much? Like what is it about even just remotely trying to make waves and trying to actually do something that will bring people after you in the most ruthless ways, right? Dude, man, it's like, uh, you, you know, you, you hear, uh, Gary Vee, and I don't really listen to him as much as I used to. Yeah. I used to listen to him a good bit, and he talks about empathy. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's just insecurities for those people. Yeah. And it's hard in the moment to to really have that perspective and think, like, man, I feel bad for them. Yeah. But it, it typically is, like, if you look at it, like, feel bad for them. Yeah. And, like, that doesn't mean we it's can't It's hard to feel bad when way. they're DMing your wife, you know, and, like, <laughs> yeah. saying some of the, you're like, fucking kill you yeah. like what the hell do you like you know right. but like but then he's like you know three states away and who the hell is this guy right. might even just be a mock account or whatever you call those Probably. you know and that like yeah you're right about gary v it's hard to listen to him because he puts out 20 things a day yeah so if you're listening to gary v Content you you really up. have no nothing going on in your life because you're just <laughs> 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 but dude it's so what's the next move for you where, where 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 are you heading with all this yeah man so uh we do a challenge called fearless 44 you should check it out. I do. Anyone it, yeah. listening should check it out. It's a yeah. free challenge called Fearless Forty Four. You just type it, in Fearless Forty Four dot com. Okay, Fearless Forty Four dot com. We'll make sure we link all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I've been doing that for this is the fourth year now. Um, I'm actually in it now. It's like mm-hmm. eight daily tasks that you do, and uh, it, uh, the sheet that I created is just an exercise we call Fulfillment Fifty, mm-hmm. and you you write down ten things for each of the five. So basically, you write out your ten blessings, you write out your ten reasons mm-hmm. why you do what you do, your ten targets that you're trying to hit with deadlines, uh, and then you write your ten consequences if mm. you don't hit those like yeah. what happens if you don't hit those if you mm. don't give hundred thousand dollars to the charity of your choice this year who suffers mm. um and and that way it brings some pain when you yeah. think about not working that extra hour or working on saturday or whatever yeah and then lastly it's 10 excuses one of my targets um that i wrote down one of the most important for me is to move into you know an investor and advisor role right. yeah, yeah. over being a CEO. Like mm. I've been in that grind for mm. years now, and just I love startup mode, man. Yeah. Like um, I heard a guy, I think maybe a lot it was, of entrepreneurs are like that. Oh, yeah. dude, for sure. I think it was Reed Hoffman and Blitz Blitzkellen. Have you read Blitzkellen? I've not. No, dude, one of the best books ever. I saw you got some great books. You yeah. got to read Blitzkellen. Okay. One of the best ever, especially for your business model. Yeah. If you haven't read it, read it. Um, but he talks about there being three different types of entrepreneurs Mm. and it it really relates to the military so you have your marines Mm -hmm. that are going to storm the beach yeah that's what they're good for they love chaos Mm -hmm. like they know some of them are going to be taken out but they love chaos you have the army Mm -hmm. that once the beach is taken they're going to go into the city and they're going to take the city Mm -hmm. so you have your army they they kind of take the city then you have your police that come in and they're going to stabilize the right. city. Yeah. They're going to be there long term. They're mm-hmm. the ones, you know, they're they're living by systems and processes. Mm-hmm. The Marines don't care anything about systems and processes. They're like, let's just go. <laughs> and then you got your army, yeah. and they're starting to build in systems sure, and processes right. and stabilize mm-hmm. for the police to take over. Dude, it's the same thing mm-hmm. with entrepreneurs. Yeah, it was a big shift for me when I read that book because you know it was about two, three years into my business. And I was starting to lose yeah. some of the people that started with me. Oh, and dude, that's dude. super painful, man. That like people is one you of the love. Most painful yeah. things ever, especially because when you first start out. Yeah. Anyone watching this who's ever started a business, who are the first people you talk to about it? You don't go normally. You don't go to these multi-millionaires right. or whatever. You're not able to connect with them, right? Yeah. You're connecting with your friends and family, yeah. and you're doing something together. And whether they stay on the path long term or not, I think every entrepreneur has experienced that in some way. 
That's and you're right. It's that's rough. the most painful shit yeah. you'll ever go through, right? But it's it's he explains that super similar. Like those people relate to Marines. Like they're willing to come in and deal with the chaos. But as the the business gets built out and the systems and processes are in place, they're not great at it. And, mm. and dude, that's me. I'm not mm. great at like, oh, let's have our weekly meeting with EOS and yeah. talk for ninety minutes. That's just not my personality. Yeah. Like, dude, when I see freaking meeting every week and I like we're gonna talk about the same thing half the time I'm like dude I'm not wasting my life on that yeah like, right <laughs> I want to go do something hop on a podcast right. and do yeah, a yeah. training hang yeah. out with my kid whatever right uh, so like there's different types of people and and knowing how to handle that and try to make it okay with everyone yeah. and structure your business in that way is is super important but that makes it really tough when you when you start to lose people that you started with yeah. but uh I don't even know how I got started on that <laughs> well you're talking go. about the Marines and the chaos and yeah. how you're an entrepreneur you like the chaos mode and the start Startup mode. What's next for you? Oh now, yeah, 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 yeah. So moving from uh, <laughs> thanks, man. You're good. You. I got you. Um, see, exactly. I'm not very good. Yeah, he's uh, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Investing, advising, getting away from being the CEO is mm. man. You know, like uh, you know Travis Chapel with Guestio. No man, yeah, Dude, yeah. you got all these names. I Dude, need to get to know, huge, man. Huge podcast. Uh, uh, one of the top podcasts. Um, I'll connect you with him after this. That'd but, be awesome. Uh, he is. He's interviewed some studs been doing it for a long time and he's got this this platform called guestio and so basically it's, it's like cameo yeah. if you know cameo where yeah, you go yeah. there and book uh mm -hmm. celebrities you yeah. can go to guestio and book people for your podcast so like you go on there right now and book manny pacquiao for your podcast wait what yeah dude you have to check it out so wait um, wait, 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 wait i'm sorry sir you just say like he has like a thing that can yeah. help get like book yeah, yeah, like guestio.com. You go to it's guest, like you spell guest, io.com, guestio.com. Okay. So, like, there's Manny Pacquiao. There's some huge names on there. Well, shit. Yeah, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, so, no uh, kidding. <laughs> so, that's a cool one. Like, I invested in that. And then uh, I'm a partner in a, a software called RepCard. We yeah. talked about right. that. Right. Yeah, bit. yeah. It's like a sales tool for uh, sales organizations. Mm -hmm. And that one's super cool. Like, it's just a quick funnel builder for a sales rep in a field. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not going to go back and no, I'm not, no hate at all to ClickFunnels. You got the awards up there. I got, <laughs> I got an award up on yeah. my wall. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love ClickFunnels. Right. I've been using it for years. I made millions of dollars with yeah, ClickFunnels. Right. But, like, a, a sales rep is not going to go back or quickly on their phone build out a funnel no but our our app rep card yeah. allows them to literally within you saw it it's less mm -hmm. than 60 seconds like less than 30 seconds build yeah. a funnel specific to that buyer yeah. and send it to them uh, so just continue to invest in things like that and use you know my relationships my skills strategy yeah. whatever mm -hmm. to help those things grow like that's what i'm most interested in mm -hmm. and then more than anything man is that leadership and legacy yeah, like right. when i look at my life and i've been asking myself <laughs> some really deep questions the last few months mm -hmm. like staying up late at night whiteboard by myself staring at the board like not even writing anything yet just yeah. in reflection like what do i want to be remembered for mm. and and these are some of these questions i've already answered but yeah. it's like just continue to iterate and, and make sure that as i get older you know i'm 30 years old now yeah. man um, we had a retreat last year one of yeah, our, God, our free retreats old. yeah that's i know <laughs> it's killing me i got some gray hair yeah, i see that dude i don't <laughs> care anything about birthdays i'm one of those guys like if it's my birthday and yeah. I got to travel, dude, I don't think about that. Really? But when I turned 30, dude, that whole day I was like on the couch like, dude, fuck. My, my, <laughs> my wife had like hundreds of people yeah. send a video like saying what I meant to them and did like an hour freaking video or whatever. It was like so cool, man. Oh, like, yeah. I might have had like some tears. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, oh my God. But uh, no, nah, man, it's super cool. And yeah, and, uh, yeah I just want to continue to to push down the, the path of – building better leaders mm -hmm. about three years ago I, I went through this stage where um 
I was trying to figure out like what I wanted to be remembered for. Yeah. Uh, what I, what what crises did I want to solve in the world? And so I care a lot about like the water crisis. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me. Like there's still three and a half million or whatever people dying a year from unclean water. Mm. Dude, it's 2022. Yeah. And millions of people die from not having clean water in this right. world. Yeah. You know the father. Uh, I can't ever say this because it's so long. Uh, fatherlessness crisis mm-hmm. with kids not having a father, underprivileged kids, yeah. veterans, like yeah. all those things have my heart. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm trying to figure out this is like three years ago now, like what do I care most about? What yeah. am I going to hitch my wagon to and say, mm-hmm. this is what I'm about. This yeah. is the problem I'm, I'm committed to solving while I'm here on earth. And I took like months to think through this man. Mm. And, uh, I eventually just got to none of those things and leadership because mm. leadership can solve all of those things. You yeah. build better leaders, they're going to have the things they're passionate about, and yeah. then they start solving every one of those things. Yeah. And so I really dove into like John Maxwell and Craig Rochelle mm. and like, dude, you know, to, to continue developing as a leader and eventually take the torch from those guys yeah. and, and really just focus on people yeah. and shifting their mindset from impact to income is so important to me. We had a retreat uh, last year in April. Uh, it was called the the Relentless Retreat mm-hmm. is the one that it was. And so my word this year is relentless because that retreat, we had a guy named uh, Lex Wilbanks. He was 30 years old. Mm-hmm. I was 30 years old. He came. You could look up the video right now. You type in Relentless Retreat uh, Roofing.com. Mm-hmm. You would see it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You'd see our football game. Every free retreat, we go to a local uh, field with a turf turf mm-hmm. field. We play football oh, with the teams. Sick. We split it up. Yeah, we <laughs> have jerseys. Dope. We have jerseys. Yeah. You should come out to one, man. I would love to. That'd yeah, be dude. fun. We have jerseys split you know, up. You, I told you I play football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, and so one of the guys was, was Lex Wilbanks. He was quarterback for the other team. You'll mm-hmm. literally see him running around completely healthy. Four months later – Dies of cancer. Holy shit. He, Did uh, he know? Like, at like when that he, retreat now. He didn't no. know that retreat. Four months, man. Holy I mean, you shit. can see the video. He's completely yeah. held. We have a tribute. We, actually, if you type in Lex Wilbanks, um, roofing.com, that probably will come up first. We did like a tribute. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like telling this next part because it kind of spoils uh, a little bit of our retreat. And mm-hmm. I like for people to be surprised by it if they come. But I do an exercise at that retreat on day one mm-hmm. where we take everybody to this cemetery and it's in the middle of the mountains. Like, dude, when I say like, mm-hmm. it's creepy. Like yeah. we pull up, people think we're going to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> like literally middle of nowhere, yeah. Tennessee. Right. And uh, it's an old civil war cemetery. So like all the headstones are well, like, pretty like, eroded. Kind of like uh, remember the Titans kind of. Yeah. Tall yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and like sometimes a lot of times it's in the mountains. So it'll be kind of drizzling rain. I've yeah. done this a ton of times. Yeah. And so we have every man line up on a headstone, and I have them go through an exercise where they write their eulogy of who they want to be remembered as. Mm-hmm. Not who they are, not what their wife would say, their kid would say right now, mm-hmm. what they want them to say. And, you know, I, I talked them through it of like, hey, you know, and I'm just saying some like hard mm-hmm. stuff, man. And like most of these guys are breaking down crying because I'm, I'm like rough in their face. Like, do you want them to say you're the guy that never puts down the phone, mm-hmm. the guy that never shows up to dance for the daughter, the guy mm-hmm. that never shows up to the football game? Or do you want to be the dad that treated their mom with respect and love yeah. and care and like just challenge them to really think about who they want to be? And so then at the end, they come up um, and they one by one stand in front of all the men. And they read it. Mm. And, dude, I mean, just tears most of the time. And so we have a video of Lex reading his eulogy. What would be four months later, he ends up passing away, man. And it's uh, like I've had a couple of situations in my life, uh, and I don't want to go too long. I don't want, you know, time straight or whatever. Uh, But that one man hit me really hard, and that was Relentless Retreat. Uh, So this year, Relentless is my word, you know, in honor of him. Like, I'm just going to give it everything I have this Mm. year. Um, In 2015, 
right before I left the fire department. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't my partner at the time. My old partner, Jordan Howard, uh, was on his way to work, and he got hit head-on by a guy running from the cops, and he passed Gosh. away. That was a huge shift for me. He yeah. was 30 years old at the time. I was only like 24. It was mm-hmm. two, uh, 2015. Um, and so he was 30 years old at the time. He had a brand-new daughter, uh, like four months old. She was born in May. It happened in September. Beautiful wife. And so just like a couple of these things, man, Jordan and Lex and like, yeah. dude, I, I just – I, I know their family mm-hmm. and their other friends mm-hmm. and people they led. Like they'll continue to mm-hmm. to represent their legacy. Yeah. But if nothing else, I will. Like mm-hmm. I've made that commitment. Yeah. I will carry their legacy on, mm-hmm. and I will, you know, live hard and go hard yeah. for them. Right. Uh, because they meant a lot to me, and like mm-hmm. seeing that just man impacted me in a, a really big way. And a lot yeah. of people they they look at death and they're like, you know, it. it it breaks them and it's sad. And I, dude, I've seen it so many times. Like mm-hmm. even people in my family, it drives me nuts. Like, oh, here we go again, another death in the family. Poor us. And it's like, dude, it happens. It's yeah, life. Right. It is. You got an expiration mm-hmm. date. I'm, I'm about to drop a book called Make It Count uh, mm-hmm. in the next like three months. It's called hey, Make It Count. All right, make make sure you send me a copy. I'll, I'll yeah, send me the link. Sure. I'll yeah, buy it. Yeah, there, man. Put sure. up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's literally like ensuring when your life expires that your legacy lives on because dude our life has an expiration date yeah. and that sounds corny bro it's but true it is true man and the second you realize that the second you value dude, every fucking every minute of your day minute man. every day every yeah. week every month every mm-hmm. year yeah dude like but your legacy doesn't mm-hmm. have to die yeah like you dude you think about the greats mm-hmm. you think about the greats george washington mm-hmm. abraham lincoln yeah. you know uh kobe bryant bro yeah. it's a perfect right. example yeah you know, like Kobe Bryant, how many people talk about him daily? Yeah. This is this was huge for me. Mm-hmm. You know you've made it mm-hmm. when you go around and you ask a room of 10 people and like at least eight or nine can tell you where they were when Kobe died. Yeah. Dude, right. I know exactly where I was when Kobe died. Yeah. Do you know where you were? I was, I was literally in the gym. I hope I didn't ruin it. He's like, no, I don't know where I was. <laughs> <laughs> ruin my point. <laughs> no, I was I imagine. I was actually in the gym. Yeah. Yeah, when I found, like, and I got the notification yeah, on my phone. It's like, I was I, like, I actually remember like a bunch of, like it went up on the news and everyone was like, no like, way. It, it got, like you I, didn't even believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally we, we were running over, we were playing flag football and, and my little hometown mm-hmm. like 20 of us first guy got over the bench for halftime where he yeah. water break he's like kobe bryant's dead and we're all like no way we all yeah. just sprinting over to our phones espn we're like no way dude yeah and like it just changed the day for everybody mm-hmm. it's like yeah. somebody like that you just when the world stops dude yeah. man you see how much work they put in how mm-hmm. much good they do to yeah. give back mm-hmm. it's just dude i want that to be my legacy yeah. not that right. i need it for name recognition mm-hmm. but impact how many people am i going to touch that are never going to know my name yeah they're never going to see my face i'm never going to see their face i'm never going to get a thank you card mm. but i touched them in some way and yeah. dude i love through our mastermind we i i get probably a, a message a week or something from like our our event like our mm-hmm. bigger event but like our mastermind our retreats i get messages all the time of people saying like hey i want you to see this uh mm-hmm. this screenshot of our salesperson that was able to buy a house because we led them in a way that you taught us how to leave them or whatever yeah, right like, yeah, yeah just seeing the situation and obviously i always respond with like hey mm-hmm. you did the work we just kind of showed yeah, you the way right they did the work but at the end of the day I'm, I'm not gonna lie like dude it feels amazing of course it makes the work it makes a time away yeah. from my son being that's in salt lake city worth that's it. the fulfillment that every man wants absolutely yeah. man yeah. so dude yeah. I, I dude what you're saying right here like because obviously i'm a huge believer in freedom right i love this country with all my heart right like that's how i was raised right yeah. 
And I've always asked myself, why does why does mankind, why have we always craved freedom? And I came to a realization not too long ago that's because we as human beings are derived and our life revolves around purpose. And you cannot find your purpose. You cannot have purpose in life unless without freedom. Yeah. Right. And when when we we are driven by purpose, God put us here to do something, right? Not to just sit on the fucking couch and mold away, right? Yeah. He put us here to do something. We have a purpose. There's something we can do. You can affect people that I can't, and I can affect yeah. people that you can't. You have a legacy that will be different than mine, but the fact of the matter is as long as you live up to your legacy is the is, is how many people you can change, right? And so I love, dude, you're giving me chills talking about this because this is like, this is what I dream of. This is the message of my business. I wanted to be more than just about like making money and yeah. infinite banking, even though that's just a great way to live your it's life and create vehicle. freedom. Yeah. It's the vehicle, but there's a message behind it there's people out there who need your help and if you do not if you settle for less than what you can be not only are you failing yourself but you're failing every single one of them along the way that you could have helped yeah right and i know god will hold us accountable for that one day right yeah. that's the vision that's the goal and i dude i love what you're doing and i'm if i'm completely honest with you i can't wait for people to you know like talk about hunter in a way that's different than just roofing yeah. Cause right now the way I've been introduced to you is roofing, right? <laughs> yeah. Roofcon. Yeah. But now I'm sitting here thinking, dude, I can't wait for people to be like, oh yeah, Hunter, oh, the guy who does this. Right. Right. right? Because roofing, you'll always be known in some way for roofing. You've left a leg you've <laughs> yeah. definitely left the legacy there, yeah. right? Yeah. But I can't I'm looking I'm hearing you speak. I'm like, I can't wait to see how you blow that shit up, right? Yeah. The kind of legacy you leave there. Because that's what we need. That's the idea of Alpha Influence. We need more men like you. We need people with that kind of courage to stand up. Because if we don't, then the only way for evil to triumph for this world is for good men to do nothing. Yeah. That choice to settle is nothing. That's why the whole motto of be great or be nothing is that settling for average is doing nothing. And you're allowing evil to conquer because you're not doing anything. Yeah, man. I love that conversation in right? itself. Like, dude, there is so much evil out there. There's so many bad guys. I, I mean, I posted about it and got a lot of hate for it like two months ago. Like, I'm to the point in my life where I, I think maybe there's more bad guys than good guys. It feels and that way. They, it, they just outnumber us yeah. and we got to do a better job of yeah. leverage and yeah. putting in the work yeah. to make a difference. And yeah. it, it might not even be bad people, but people that aren't doing good work. Yeah. Like if you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix and you're not trying to yes. do good work and right. change lives, you're not helping anybody. I don't consider that a good person. Right. What are you, what good it's are selfish. you doing? And if exactly the average life is the most selfish life you ever live yeah. because you, you choose your own security over what you could have helped somebody else, right? Sitting on, like just do, just taking care of you and rather than taking the risk and putting your thoughts, so that anxiety, that pain, you know, everything you just described, what you'll experience, if you put yourself through that for a cause, that's what greatness is, yeah. right? That's what the legacy derives from. Yeah. That's what it's all about, right? We've talked about sacrifice, the word sacrifice several yeah. times. Dude, I think about it all the time and, mm. and nobody likes to think about that when it comes to time with family. Yes. Like, oh, no, that's selfish. And, yeah. oh, you know, family first. And I do yeah. everything I do for my family. And, like, mm. man, people might not like this a lot of times when I say it. But I, I say it all the time when I speak at mm. events, podcasts, mm. the retreats we do. Like, dude. Yeah. Yes, you do what you do for your family. Yes, they're your why. You love them. But, dude, they're your responsibility. Yes. You got married. You yeah. had kids. You, you got to do it anyways. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. what else can you do outside of that? Right. Because at the end of the day, you say you go bust mm. your butt to make money mm. for your family. Yeah. At the end of the day, man, uh, 
couple million bucks in the bank, 10 million bucks in the bank. Yeah. They don't need any more than that. Right. Eventually, if you don't have a why that's bigger than your family, yeah. your wife is not going to want you to keep working. Right. Like she can have everything she wants with yeah. the money. Right. So like to me, I have this this theory that I built out a couple years ago and it's hard to explain on a podcast with a whiteboard, but I'll, I'll do my best. It's like this seesaw. Yeah. You have this seesaw or, or balance, if you want to mm-hmm. call it a balance for work-life balance. People yeah. talk about right. work-life balance. Yeah. You have work on one side, mm-hmm. you got life on the other side. Life means family time with family and work meaning time at business doing work right and your pivot point naturally is in the middle right for it to be balanced right that thing doesn't have to be in the middle to me first of all first off your true belief Mm -hmm. in your why matters number one yeah is it impact or is it income you got to gut check and ask yourself is it impact or is it income yes secondly if it is impact this is huge and most people don't get this Mm Does your wife believe mm. that you care more about impact or income? Because mm. if she thinks you're only doing it for income, yeah. she's not going to be cool when with you traveling. she sees the income, she wants you to chill. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. So if she believes, like for me, man, mm. my wife is great. She's yeah. supportive. She's willing to sacrifice. Yeah. On my pivot point, her understanding of my why mm. is so close to work. I can load this side down with time mm-hmm. and not have as much time at home because yeah. she gets it. Yeah. And dude, it is a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. There's like I start every retreat we do with saying, Hey, thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. I know it's a sacrifice. Yeah. You're away from your family, you're away from your business. Mm-hmm. I start every retreat. You could ask hundreds of guys that. Yeah. I start every retreat like that because it is a sacrifice. Yes. I get that. Right. I, you don't want to be away from mm-hmm. your your family and right. doing what you love and da 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 da. Like, mm-hmm. but it's a sacrifice because you believe in the greater cause, the yes. mission. Right. If you actually believe in yeah right well dude like you know I, I, it's funny because you're saying that that's just such a fantastic way to put it you know what actually comes to mind when you say that is steve Irwin, and what i mean by that steve Irwin and his family bro their family oh, legacy <laughs> no no i like i, I, I wanted I, to be the crocodile hunter when i was little bro. like <laughs> right. i was out there catching lizards right and but steve Irwin. His family time, his family work-life balance is that their legacy is that as a family, they fought for this. For and sure. they were close, like, like how close they were, right? And what they're doing now, how his family continues legacy after he's gone. That's what I dream of. I dream of my family legacy. Because, yeah, I could sit here and say, oh, I do it just for my family. You know what? Yeah. The best thing I'll ever teach my sons and daughters is to go out and fight for what they believe in. And our family legacy is Absolutely. we will go out and fight. We will be willing to put up an effort to help other people. If there's a family legacy, I want my family doing this with me. I've talked to my wife all the time. You know, sometimes I'm going to have to travel without her, but at the same time, I want her there with me. And guess right. what? I want the kids with us. Yeah. I want them to see this. I want them to be a part of this. I want this to be a family legacy that we as a family, this is what we do. We fight for this. Maybe my kids go off in different directions with it. Awesome. But at the end of the day, that is the work-life balance is that we do it together as a family. And there's nothing better I want my kids to see and I want them to like actually feel is that their father stood up for something. Right? Not that he just was home all the time. Honestly, we're probably not going to be home a lot. We're going to be out doing stuff together. That's my goal. That's my vision. I want my family to be a part of it. And the work-life balance, well, if it's something more than income, then it's a a bigger purpose. Then you should rally your family behind that. Is I do what you say is like I love that no, because dude, it's spot on. Like I, I I go back to fulfillment yeah. fifty. If you look at my fulfillment fifty that I filled out that I talked about earlier, right. like two of the things on there, um, reasons is one of them is for Turner to lead billions. For me, I, I 
wrap my life mission statement up into a short yeah. sentence that I want to develop millions of leaders who impact billions of lives. And then yeah. one of my reasons for Turner is for him to be able to impact billions of people. Mm. For me, man, I want to lead and teach, not yeah. just give. I want to lead and teach, yeah. not just give. Yeah. Like too many people are like, ah, just throw a thousand dollars at it. I'll help this organization out. Nah, man, that doesn't do it. Like right. you got to teach people yeah. how to lead. Mm. You got to teach people to do what you do. Yeah. And so for me, man, like that, it happens all the time. I'm sure it happens to you too. Like, oh, you know, your kids gonna take over the business. Your kids gonna take over <laughs> all the time. On the way yeah. here, bro. One of the one of the tasks for Fearless Forty Four. Mm -hmm. We're doing this big group now. We're actually doing a documentary for Fearless Forty Four. Awesome. And so we have this big group doing it. Everybody's got like Osmos DJI cameras recording themselves. Yeah. And so uh, scrolling dial is once a day. You go through your phone. You can pick someone you haven't talked to in a long time if you have someone in mind. But if not, you just do it like Wheel of Fortune. You just scroll a couple times, let it come to a rest, and you pick someone on the screen. Yeah. What Today was my old lieutenant at the fire department. And so I called him up, yeah. Lieutenant Hunt's his name, um, and I'm talking to him. He's an awesome guy. I love him to death. He freaking led me well, taught me a ton of stuff. But he said, hey, Turner ready to take over that business yet? And just like I always say, Turner ain't taking over nothing unless he earns it. Yeah, He's got to get in line, and he's got to work his way up. Yeah. Like I respect those guys so much in business. They're like, nope, not just – and again, I, I hate to – I'm not bashing anyone no, who just hands it over to right, their family yeah, right. if they're qualified. Mm -hmm. But I know people, and I'm not going to say names because it would be too specific, but I know some big names that mm -hmm. have big businesses. And like, no, I'm not giving it to my kids. Yeah. Like if they earn it, yeah. yes, they can take mm -hmm. over. Right. But for me, like I, I have to do a good enough job of – leading and teaching him well yeah. for him to be able to do that. Yeah. Not just expect him just because he's got my last name, mm. he's got my blood to take yeah. over. Like he's got to be passionate about it. It's yeah. the best man for the job because mm. the best man for the job is going to reach the most people. I love so it. I love that, dude. Dude, I love it, man. Dude, we've been, there's been some, we've spent some fire on this. That's yeah. why I told you at the beginning, I don't love this because when we just talk, when we vibe and our souls connect on, on the purpose of what we want to talk about, the best kind of content comes out from yeah. it, man. If there's one thing you want to leave our audience with, what would it be? Yeah, man. I think that uh, if, if you're most of your, audience like entrepreneurs right like building a lot businesses. Of them. yeah yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so i think something that's so important two things and i'll tie them together is you know you have to build a team like riding solo is is tough like it I gets agree. lonely fast yep. you're not going to be able to make the impact mm -hmm. you want to make mm -hmm. so building a team is so important mm -hmm. number one building a common mission for your team to rally around yes so what is something that your team can rally around outside of their commission check yep. or the revenue of the company. For right. us, like at Cornerstone, we had Cornerstone. It was it was Cornerstone Kids. We built out a nonprofit that gave money back to underprivileged kids. Whether the house burnt down when COVID hit, mm -hmm. we we sponsored twelve proms. We paid for twelve different proms. Mm -hmm. um, we we throw events called Cornerstone Kids events where we bring kids in underprivileged kids that don't have don't have parents, and we'll teach them how to change a tire, change the oil. Um, we'll teach them about fitness, addiction, leadership, how to balance a bank account, like just basic stuff that a lot of those kids don't learn in school. Mm -hmm. And so what is a common mission for you? What is something you're passionate about? As a leader, you know, you can obviously have some some sway, have some pull, yeah. uh, but don't just make it about what you care mm -hmm. about. Like use the team, leverage the team, ask them what they care about and create a common mission that you guys can rally about. You don't have to start a nonprofit like we did. Mm -hmm. You can find something that you're passionate about. You know, and, yeah. and find that, rally the team around it, and they'll be willing to go extra hard when mm -hmm. they see the payoff for the people that you've, you've helped. And then secondly, set them up for success. Mm. You know, if you have a sales team, set them up for success. So for like my sales team, we built out a, a sales training platform, and then we would buy everybody sales training. So like we had Sam Tiger, we had Becca Swiss, we had Dell Children. We had everybody's stuff, yeah. and then we put it in this platform along with our stuff to teach mm -hmm. about how we use our CRM, how to generate leads, how to do yeah 
yada, yada, yeah. everything you could imagine. Mm-hmm. But we set them up for success. We would give them the tools, the training, the technology mm-hmm. to make six figures. They just had to bring the work ethic. So mm-hmm. set your team up for success. If you do that, you're going to win. Yeah, I so, love that. Yeah. Wow, dude. Well, okay, if there's a be- best place for people to get a hold of you right now, like on Instagram or what's the best place yeah, people yeah, you reach can reach you? Instagram, you can go to hunterbaloo.com and find okay. everything. We're going to drop the book. I'll yeah. probably do a, a bunch of copies for free at first, and that'll awesome. be out hopefully in the next three months. We'll see how long it yeah, takes yeah, them to right. publish it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I'm super excited. About awesome. It. We'll make sure to link all that. So Hunter Baloo, uh, on Instagram. Also that website you told us about the four is fearless44.com. Yeah. Fearless44.com. Fearless44.com. Make sure you guys go check that out. Well, again, we'll link all this uh, down below. Go check this guy out because as you've heard in this episode, there's a lot more coming, coming our way from you. And I'm really excited yeah, about man. it, man. So dude, it's a pleasure to get to know you, man. Thank you so much for coming on the bullpen. Appreciate it. Brother. Appreciate it.